How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! 50, 45, there goes Davis! Oh my god! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Here's Hulk! D-Day! He's going to use a curry, way down top! Back! Back to Aguero! Oh, blocked by James! Ready? And welcome to the latest edition of the Legion of Sports. Uh, between the last time we were on the show and now, plenty of things have happened. None more so than Tiger Woods' auto accident that happened in Southern California early hours of Tuesday morning. It literally broke the internet. Uh, such power of the man. And we're glad uh, it wasn't a life-threatening injury or life-threatening issue. We'll discuss much more about that and a special interview with a special person who is a highly talented youngster here in DFW about to go places and his soccer campaign entitled Soccer for Nepal. Doesn't that sound fancy? But let's check in with my co-host, Abhi, who has or who had promised us to be sober, but um, I don't know if that's going well. Hey, Abhi, uh, how's it going, man? There you go. Always, man. Why you got to introduce me every time with my drinking problem? Like, I mean, oh, uh, no, it's not a problem. It's a solution now. Isn't I'm it? sober. I'm, I'm 10 days sober. Is that good yeah, enough? Yeah, but last time uh, you started a, a while ago and then it, it got interrupted. I'm good, man. I'm good. Trust me. It's getting better. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad. Um, uh, talking about intoxication, um, do you think Tiger was intoxicated? I don't think so, but uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the cops and everyone got together and covered it up for Tiger Woods. And with his previous history, right? Remember, uh, he had a similar, not a similar, but a car accident uh, a few years back. Yeah, the only thing surprising was the way ESPN was showing the whole, uh, you know, the uh-huh. drama. It's like, it almost felt like when Kobe died. Uh-huh, yeah. Like all in a sports center and interview uh-huh. with a bunch of people. I mean, it's just car and- accident, man, come on. And Abhi, it wasn't just um, ESPN, uh, all the sports media. It was NBC, uh, CNN, all these uh, you know news media were on top of the game as well that day. And you mentioned similarities with Kobe and uh, in, in golfing terms, he's as, as big as Kobe Bryant. And at some point when I heard the news first time, I just I was just hoping it wasn't like Kobe situation there, you know, and luckily it wasn't for, for all concerned. But Without much ado, uh, let's welcome our today's guest, Salvi. Um, Abhi, uh, we got a special guest today. Um, I'm very excited about this. Um, and any thoughts before we uh, welcome our guest? Finally, right? I mean, after like, what, a month or two, we finally have a guest on the show. I know. Uh, my, my excitement news n- n- does not know any bounds today. And let, without much ado, let's welcome uh, the, the initiator, the founder for... Uh, Soccer for Nepal, a special campaign um, based in DFW that sends, um, you know, underprivileged kids like cleats, uh, jerseys, and and whatnot to Nepal. Bises Manander. Hi everyone, thanks for having me. I'm I'm honored. So am I the first guest to be on this uh, podcast? Uh, 2021's first guest. 2020. Okay, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take. It. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm honored to to, and, to, and, to be here, and I'm excited to to talk to y'all. Uh, we're we're glad to have you as well. Um. And what's going on with you right now, um, you know, post-COVID? I, I don't know if you are past-COVID, but... Um... Yeah. Yeah, so right now, uh, I'm just finishing out school. Uh, I've got some stuff uh, I'm working on outside of, of Soccer for Nepal and outside of school, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, with Soccer for Nepal, I've got some some big plans that I'm, I'm hoping to start now that I'll, I'm graduating soon. So it should be awesome. exciting. Awesome. Congratulations there. You're graduating in May or, or, or soon enough. And we'll definitely here uh, to, to talk about your your big or massive plans for the future. But uh, first, uh, happy birthday as well. Uh, belated one. Wasn't Thanks. it yesterday? Thank you. Yep. Yep. It was yesterday. 
Yeah. Well, happy birthday, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, Bishas, I mean, I mean, I heard you, you know, you're part of Dallas Gorkas as well. But mm-hmm. personally, we don't, you know, I mean, we don't know each other. But I mean, since you know, you are part of Gorkas, so we are family. I mean, so it's finally good to meet you. I mean, yeah, I saw the post yesterday on Facebook, and I was like, uh, you know, uh, I've never seen him, but I mean, <laughs> we we are here. Yep, yep. No, it's good to. It's always good to hang out with the Gurkhas fam, you know. There we go. Yeah, and um, you know, it's 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 always good to hang out, and we we got a special segment for Gurkhas related uh, topics today. We'll definitely get into that. But um, have you guys met each other before? Um, I'm pretty sure if I if I if I remember. I don't think in person, but I mean, I've like, I guess virtually I've, 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 I mean, of course I've listened to the podcast before this and, you know, I see social media and, you know. Finally one guest or one listener. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, brother. I think, uh, wasn't there a tournament in Dallas in back in 2018? I think you guys played together at at some point. We might have, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you sort of, you know, remember Obinas by his howlers at least, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they, i mean uh, not I gonna mean, lie it yeah yeah it happens game. you know it's soccer bro it happens when yeah, you reach um, when, when you're on top there's there's gonna be some slippery you know what i'm saying yeah. and when you're on top of yeah, the mountain yeah. there's nowhere to go right are we yeah <laughs> he's Jeez. also yeah he calls himself uh, the most uh, successful goalkeeper in history of dallas because um, I mean, I'm very, very proud to have a ho- how many, host. How many goalkeepers have we even had in history? Five, um, I think. Five. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if you count the goalkeepers, like temporary goalkeepers, when you know there was no one available. Who but anyways, a decent... <laughs> um, talking about you, Bises, um yeah. let's dive into into um, a, a recent past or even a few years ahead. So you started playing Gurkhas. Like, how was how did that start? With the Dallas Gurkhas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, um, I played competitively a lot growing up. You know, I was, I played in high school. Um, I played, you know, I was a captain of my varsity team in high school. And um, I was part of this Olympic development program in North Texas. Nice. And you know, growing up, there was like high expectations for me. Mm-hmm. And then kind of my junior, senior year of high school, I kind of fell off a little bit. I, I, I decided, you know, it the professional life going that route wasn't wasn't really for me. So after I graduated high school, um, I still wanted to be connected in the game. You know, mm-hmm. even if I wasn't good enough to play at the level that maybe I was expected to, I still wanted to, to be connected. Mm-hmm. And my dad actually was going through and he actually found this Dallas Gurkhas through a family friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sent me the link and I got connected with Bino Dai. And, uh, you know, I came out and played and, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the soccer aspect of it, but more so I enjoy kind of the community aspect, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging out with fellow Nepali brothers, and you know, I've got dais and uncles that I can count on. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a great, a great situation for me. Yeah, so I remember uh, Bises back in I think it was 2017 when we had uh, Coach Umesh Pradhan, uh, one of the yeah. legendary players, midfielders in Nepal's history not just mm-hmm. like just club history the whole yeah. country's history so he was coaching us and uh, i saw you uh, don't you play as a striker right so i think i'm a pure midfielder uh-huh. a pure midfielder i'm not like you know the striker that can change the game you know i'm not the guy that can dribble mm-hmm. past players and score on my own you know I, i'm kind of the midfielder that you know just keeps the ball moving keeps possession uh, okay. You know. Yeah, because I, I had seen you uh, play a forward, and um, yeah. I was pretty impressed with your movements. Um, you know, you, you're taking good positions or dragging defenders out of the position, um, which I found quite impressive. So, um, how was the transition like? Let's say when you said you were like um, uh, highly rated in a way, or, or yeah. expected to to turn pro because um, I think Copel High School is, is known as a really good soccer school, right? I, I've heard good yeah. things about it uh, in, in state level as well. So how was the disappointment? Like, obviously, you're disappointed yeah. in, in a way, but how did you um, satisfy yourself or, 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 you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't, I, I wouldn't say, like, I was professional bound. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I would say there was expectations for me to play in college just because of kind of the high school I went to. Everyone in my high school had college offers. I myself, 
had a mm-hmm. few college offers, but uh, it got to the point where I just decided, you know, the life, you know, I wanted to focus kind of more on other things with school and, and mm-hmm. you know, personal like stuff rather than uh, kind of the athletes college, you know, lifestyle. So I wouldn't say I was disappointed. Uh, I was perfectly content with, with, you know, the level I played at because it, it was fun for me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the call, the way college soccer works is Monday through Thursday, you have practice uh, every day for two hours. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, an academically driven person, that kind of schedule just didn't make the game fun for me. So that's why I kind of needed something more on the side, more light. Um, but is, is, is that is that how uh, you uh, started soccer for Nepal? Soccer for Nepal? Um, so, yes, I mean, I, I'll always love the game mm-hmm. and uh, with soccer for Nepal, uh, I actually started that back in high school when I when I was uh, playing super competitively and kind of the motivation behind soccer for Nepal was uh, I took a trip to Nepal in 2009 mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I was like really, you know, getting into to soccer uh, at the beginning and I went to a nearby field to, to play pickup. Uh, mm-hmm. with with some locals and when i was at the field there was third there was 30 to 50 kids and they were all not wearing cleats or shoes and the the, the grass there wasn't even grass it was just kind of a littered field with the glass and you know there wasn't any equipment there were just people running around and you know i saw that and i was kind of shocked because growing up in the united states you know you have these nice green fields everybody's wearing you know 200 cleats you know every, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of privileged in the us but i felt kind of bad that you know oh i'm growing up in the us getting you know a top soccer education while people in nepal can't even have decent footwear so so basically uh, i kind of took that Uh, yeah. so ba- so basically you are tossed tossed in a way you wanted to make a change so before we get into details uh, could you describe uh, our listeners who are not re- who might not really be familiar with soccer for nepal what this organization is and and uh, what what's its aim yeah so uh, soccer for nepal is a, it's a official 501c3 nonprofit organization and what we do is we collect youth soccer equipment uh, mainly cleats and we donate them to to children in nepal So we've been doing that for the past six years. Uh, we, we donate, you know, jerseys, cleats, you know, shoes. And because soccer is so big in Dallas, in the DFW area, a lot of teams are willing to donate old equipment that, you know, their, their teams don't need anymore. So we'll just ship them straight to Nepal where uh, a lot of kids can use them. Even Arsenal shirt? <laughs> Even, I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry, Prozel. Go ahead. <laughs> I know Prozel's an arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> true and true. Um, yeah, you, you could see, you could see someone's jealous, uh, um, you know, holding <laughs> us. But anyways, um, who, who, who really came up with that idea? It was just you yourself or uh, discussion with your parents or, or yeah, so. your circle? So uh, it was actually kind of a discussion with my parents and, and my dad was the one, my dad's always kind of been inspiring me. He's, he's been saying, Hey, you should try, you know, start things on your own, make a difference. He's always kind of instilled that in me. Hey, and, um, hey yeah, full, yeah. Marks, full marks to you guys, man. Like really impressed with that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the things that you have undertaken, you know, it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's not easy to send things and, you know, uh, doing for the community as well. And what, items do you specifically send? I mean, you have already mentioned it, but uh, yeah. for our listeners who might be interested in it as well, and how do you ship it? To yeah, so we are primarily focused on cleats because uh, cleats and boots in Nepal are, are very expensive and, and hard to find, especially, mm-hmm. you know, good quality shoes. Mm-hmm. While here in the U.S., you could go to, you know, any store, any sports store and find, you know, all different types of cleats, Adidas, Nike, Puma, everything. Um, so we, we mainly co- collect used cleats. They can be brand new, but if they're used and, you know, still uh, in good condition, then we'll take them. And what we do is uh, every, I think twice a year, we'll, we'll have a family member or a family friend go to, go to Nepal uh, gotcha. uh, with all the donations. And that's then we'll ship them to, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I was trying to ship something um, and with UPS or... And you know, typical it, stereotype a, Nepali right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was trying to ship through uh, UPS or these uh, delivery uh, companies, yeah. and it just 
it, it like the price was more than the actual shoes so i had yeah. to detract on that but anyways you're wearing a adidas t-shirt i mean are they sponsoring a few clits as well or how, how are we doing on that i've actually tried reaching out to to players uh your 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 arsenal friend hector Bayardin. I, yeah. I tried tweeting him and, and trying to get some sort of because I think he has an Adidas deal, and he was doing, or I don't know if it's Adidas or Puma, but Puma, he he's he's into Puma. He's Puma, yeah. I I, I tried reaching out to 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 some professional players because they always have you know shoe deals where they have extra cleats that they don't really mm -hmm. use anymore. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, maybe one day I can get a deal with a professional player. Talking about uh, talking to a celebrity or or a superstar, I think you told me you have gotten a reply a response from. A former president, the big O, Barack Obama. Is that true? Yes. So that's that is true. Uh, huh. Back when the or the, so the story is when the organization started, uh, I was trying to find ways to to get the word out and stuff. Uh -huh. And uh, I was I was on Facebook actually, and uh -huh. I looked at I was on the White House Facebook page, like Barack uh -huh. Obama's White House Facebook page, and under the the message icon it said that President Barack Obama reads ten messages every night before he goes to bed so i saw that and i was like you know i might as well just shoot my shots and send, send, send the president a dm so in the dm i was i said i introduced myself i told him what soccer for nepal was i told him and i asked him if he could tweet it out for me you know uh -huh. <laughs> tweet out maybe give soccer for nepal a shout out uh -huh. and I, that was that i i didn't think he would actually reply but a few months later uh i checked my email and i get you know, an email from the White House and the email has, you know, his signature. It has the White House emblem and he, he didn't give me the Twitter shout out, but he did say, like, you know, keep going for it. Me and Michelle are proud of you, stuff like that, which was pretty cool. So. That's pretty impressive, man. You could put that in your resume as well now, can't you? Yeah. Yep. A strong DM list right there with the president. Yeah, the t Tinder Tinder bio. I, I once got a reply <laughs> from the president. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's pretty impressive, man. Um, so not just soccer for Nepal. Um, you have a your own clothing brand uh, called Sir Health. Uh, enlighten yeah. us about about it as well. Yeah, I mean cl cl clothing line. I mean, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, please, because so all he has is like those uh you know, torn uh, United gears and, and, and all that antiques. Yeah, you know what I'll do? Uh, once, so, Share Health, uh, I started a year ago, but it, it hasn't been doing too well, so I'm trying to revamp it, you know, get uh -huh. some new designs out, you know, get, you know, more advertising. I'm taking it more seriously now, so, and it's actually set to launch within the next month or two. So once it launches, I'll get the, you guys, some custom, custom the Legion, oh. the Legion of Sports uh, Share Health shirts. Yeah. So I we can wear done. it during our, I mean, yeah, our yeah, yeah. We're done. Just call call the interview off now. I mean, that's that's all we need, it'll right? It'll be it'll <laughs> be yeah, your first brand deal, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Can't wait for that. Let's uh, go back a few years, shall we? Uh, uh, yeah. So were you born here or Nepal? So I was I was born in Nepal, but uh, right after I was born, I, I stayed in Finland for two years before I came Finland. to the U.S. So, um, yeah, nice. I've been, I was born in Nepal, but I've grown up in the U.S. Uh, pretty much my entire life. That's pretty fascinating. Can you um, speak Nepali? Oh, Nepali, born Nepali, It sounds better than Prozul, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his, uh, his Nepali is better than Harry Kane's English, to be honest. Oh, man. There we go. <laughs> So how is the transition been like uh, over over here? And, and how many times have you gone to Nepal? So I actually, I've only been able to visit once. And my plan was to visit again, uh, you know, this this summer or, or the past summer too. But with COVID, it's been shut off. So my plan, uh, what I would actually, the plan was to go to Nepal and go to the clubs, mm -hmm. which I've been donating cleats to, and then host oh. training sessions uh, for the kids there. Not because the club that I, think... I was expecting, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but like with me, I think I'm a better. I've I've always been like this. I've, I'm a better leader and coach than I am a player. You know, I'm a decent player. I can do things on the field, but um, you know, I, like I've always been captain of the team. You know, in high school and uh -huh. college. Yeah, I've I've always 
you know, wanted to be a leader. So I, I hope I can do that in Nepal with soccer. That's cool. So, I mean, hopefully you can take your clothing brand to Nepal as well, you know, so you can <laughs> yeah. pick up there. So um, much more on BCS's journey uh, thus far and then, and then um, his, his campaign uh, in the community. And we got an interesting game to play, uh, which involves Dallas Grujas, our team, as well as a special segment by Avinas where BCS might have to guess the audio segments Avinas is playing. Oh, that okay. and much more. But let's head into a quick break. Welcome back, guys. Uh, so before we enter into much more depth about BCS's journey um, and his community work, let's first play a quick game. Uh, I'll let Abi take care of this. The game is pretty much simple. How much can you embarrass your guest? Uh, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> and since, you know, BCS is a sports guy, we all are, but I'm, I'm, I just got five sounds from sports or tv show or movies just you know it's, it's kind uh, of chick how game are you or how well do you yeah. know <laughs> you know the drill so i feel like i feel like you're giving away uh, the, like one of the answers just by the title i know dude I, I didn't realize it was going to be like that but man, that's fine. Great, great preparations man <laughs> before uh, we start this i just want to say that like you know i when it comes to like t- when it comes to stuff like this, I'm awful, <laughs> especially like TV shows and, and stuff. But I'll try my best. That's okay. If you're good at sports, uh, like this is sports podcast, so we'll okay. <laughs> okay. perfect way to check your leadership right here. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the first one is a song. All right, it's a Nepali song. You just gotta tell me what song it is. I mean, it's pretty oh. popular. But since you grew up yeah. in US, and I'm guessing you might know this one, but still. All right. So here it is. Okay. All right, Vices, what song is that? Oh man, my parents are gonna kill me if they see this, <laughs> but unfortunately, I do not know. What the thing is, I can I feel yeah. like Vices has danced to this song before, hasn't he? Really? I can play, I can play, you know, model and I can play guitar and I, I, when it comes to playing music, I'm good, but recognizing it, uh, you know, I, I just, yeah. W- what's it called? Avinas, should I answer this question? Go ahead, Prozel, because again, business, last time Prozel went 0 and 5 for all yeah. the, for uh, all I, the I time. But, but, wait, listen, he had like all the non-sports and non, uh, this is Kaola Garbara, right? I mean, this is Kaola Garbara, so, I mean, yeah, we are off to a bad side. All right, next one. Okay. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. This is uh, Kevin Garnett, Celtics. Anything there you go. There we go. Okay, yeah. Brazil. I mean, he got it. That's that's pretty impressive. There you go. One. There we go. Uh, that's one. Yep. The third one. This is a TV show. So. Uh, I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. All right. So who is that? I'm a, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's from Breaking Bad. And, yeah, uh, I mean, since you already, you can already see the hint, I'm not going to get Breaking Bad. Uh, you you got to name me the, the uh, actor. Uh, the bald guy. With what the glasses. I know the bald guy. I just know it's on uh, Brand Cranston. Uh, he, uh, he's the okay. one. All right, so we're going to call this 50 50. All right, so one and a half. There we go. All right, the fourth one. Let's go. Steps into it. Pass is caught. Dicks. Sideline. Touchdown. Oh, shoot. Okay. This was uh, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, you know, last play of the game. He, he, he missed the tackle for some reason. I forgot the dude's name, but he no, went in. No, no, no. But the, but the question is, who was the quarterback? Oh, the quarterback. Oh, I don't remember. I, I just remember the Minnesota Vikings. Was it? Because, I mean, it says everything. Vikings win, digs, touchdown. Yeah. I just wanted the quarterback. Vikings. Who's, I don't even, who watches the Vikings these days? I don't, even, I don't yeah. know who the quarterback for the Vikings is. That time he was Case Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum, yeah, I, I, even I knew that. You, Case, you knew that Case. one? Yeah, I only remember the play and, you know, the, the defender. Yeah, incredible, right? 
All right, the last one, and uh, I think if you know if you're a basketball fan, you should be pretty much be able to tell who this is. Okay. I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. One more time. Yeah, one more time. I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. The ceiling is the roof. Is that Kobe? No, it's not Kobe, it's but not you're close. Kobe. It kind of the sounds goats. like. Oh, it's Mark. It's MJ. It's MJ. It's definitely MJ. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, that, that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was probably I, uh, the easiest uh, one out of all these. Yeah. It wasn't the easiest one, but I mean, if you, like I said, if if you're a basketball fan, you you kind of know who that guy is. So, yeah. I mean, not bad, man. I mean, I don't want to embarrass him in the, in our first episode. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have done better, but you know, I'm. I, <laughs> I've, I've been watching. Here, you know. <laughs> To be honest, I've been watching more UFC and MMA than soccer. And oh, basketball dude, and like, I'm bro! If 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 I knew that you were a UFC fan and all, I would have put a much different sounds. But you know, I mean, I was even scared for the NFL because I felt like you uh, you were much into NBA and not in, not not into NFL a lot. But I mean, you got it, Vikings and all. Yeah, but, I, I like it all. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the most embarrassing was probably Kahaula uh, Garavara. You can't even. Oh man, that's, my friends, that's... my my Nepali <laughs> friends watching this. That's a gonna, tough pill to swallow. Whitewashed, they're gonna be. <laughs> that's uh, okay. So, um, better than are, you done, are we done? Yeah, Abhi, or you yeah, got more yeah, clips? I'm I'm uh, I'm done. So let's let's switch into or let's revert to more. Uh, you know, uh, your growth as as a person. Uh, you know, so. How how different was it? Like you know, do you remember anything from childhood? Like, um, you know, like yeah. as a Nepali family, you know, getting into playing soccer and and all that, having that expectations and all that. So yeah, that was. Um, I guess the biggest thing was uh, Jeremy Lin actually talked about this pretty recently about you know being Asian American and being mm -hmm. an athlete as an Asian American, and that's kind of exactly yeah. I mean, I think the NBA just opened up an in investigation for it. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, but basically growing up, especially being brown and being Nepali uh, in like a white town like Kapel, uh, growing up, I was in every team I've been in, I've been the only like I've, I've been maybe the only brown guy on the team. You know, maybe occasionally there'd be other other maybe Indians and stuff, but I was the only Nepali person on the team. And I felt like I always, you know, people like look down on me, you know, because like, you know, they see the skinny Nepali boy and they, they assume like, oh, like he's not athletic. He's not very good, you know. By the way, so, do this, do these folks keep asking you, Kaha <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Well, have, you, have you climbed Mount Everest? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, growing up, you know, I always had to, I felt like I had to prove myself more. Uh, uh -huh. because you know, I was different and there was this there was this one game in high school I remember playing uh, we played against uh, a team that was all white and after the game you know our our high school team won the game and we have a lot of people like you know I'm a person of color we had a few other people of color on our high school team mm -hmm. after the game we won so we're shaking hands with the other team and I remember shaking this person's hand and he was pissed and he said, like, yeah, you guys might have won, but at least my parents are richer than yours, you know. And it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, what? I mean, you lost the game. Like, OK, you don't have to brag about your white privilege and stuff. And so, also, I mean, uh, what was the scoreline in this game? I think it was 2-0, 2-0, maybe 3-0. Oh, like, I mean, uh, but, probably any easy game. Were you guys playing against Sudhu's high school or something like that? <laughs> but yeah, we're playing against a primarily white, uh, 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 white high school. But yeah, it was just stuff like that, you know. Growing up, I, I feel like people always judged me because of my skin color and not my game. And even sometimes with my own teammates, you know, I mentioned earlier I was the captain of my high school team. So it's like imagine being the only brown guy on the team and gaining the respect of you know all of your fellow white, you know, teammates and being the captain. You know, it's it's something that. I felt like with my race and kind of who I am, I had to overcome. 
So you said you you were the captain or you've been leading or captaining your sides. Um, I wanted to mention because like when I'm when I've seen you play or like in practice as well, yeah. you don't really seem that vocal of a character. Yeah. So you know like uh, stereotypically people say that captains should be vocal and and, and all yeah. that. So um, how different is it to lead without being vocal like you? Yeah. So for, with with me. I'm actually kind of like with the Dallas Gorkas and stuff. I play Dallas Gorkas for fun. It's kind of on the side. It's not like, you know, I'm, I'm there to have fun, socialize. So I'm not trying to be, you know, you know, the guy or, or the vocal. But when I was in high school and even, you know, college club, uh, when I, you know, took things more seriously, that's when I started to be more vocal. But what I've learned as a as a leader is sometimes you have to be a leader by example, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're a captain in you know, there are players that aren't, you know, that are, aren't performing to their expectations. Mm-hmm. Some players, you have to, like, get onto them. You know, hey, what are you doing? This is wrong. You have to do it this way. But other players are a bit more emotional. You know, you can't yell at them or else they'll cower down. So you have to, to motivate them, you know, yeah. not let them Obby, be afraid. Obby, so. Obby would get a lot of scolding from you if, if he was in your team. <laughs> but yeah, and you might actually leaders, die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and and um, also uh, growing up, we, we I don't think we've uh, you've told us so far uh, yet. Yeah. Um, which is like who's your uh, favorite team growing up, or which has been your favorite team growing up? Favorite. I mean, in in major sports, like you can go NFL, like Premier League, soccer, or NBA. Okay. Um. So basic, uh, basically, the Pep Guardiola Barcelona years, you know, two thousand. Yeah. 2008 I think maybe 2009 yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. yeah it was the tiki years you know my favorite player of all time is Andres Iniesta just because that's the that's the kind of the, the game I like I like the possession game you know keeping it moving passing it around okay. I'm not the I'm not the type of player that you know it's like attack 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 I'm more about you know playing it around the back and keeping possession mm-hmm. and finding your opening so I the think pre, that team. the pre-fraud era good yeah, yeah. And that team dominated. Yeah. You know, uh, won Champions I, League, won and, and and not only that, the Spanish side, like I mean, had similar uh the fundamentals to, to that Barcelona side in a way. And there was all conquering and you know, like yeah. there hasn't been very many teams like that. Um and how about uh, NFL and NBA here in the US? So NBA I'm uh so with the NBA uh, I've, I'm actually a big fan of like the Ball family. Uh, uh-huh. I've been, you know, I've been watching Lonzo. Like, did Sudu brainwash you into Ball family? Because like he's. No, a... I, I've I've been a fan since Lonzo was at UCLA. So um, yeah, I mean, I've I've watched the reality show. I'm a big I'm a big fan of kind of what they do. Also, you're uh, actually a, a fan of the reality show and not their NBA game. I, I, no, okay. Sense. No, I'm a fan of their game. I like their game. I'm, uh, you know, Lamelo's killing it right now. Oh, he He's is, gonna win he of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, Lonzo, I mean, Lamelo's a more aggressive version of Lonzo, and then hopefully Jello can play overseas, uh, in London, and then get a shot. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll if see. if LiAngelo makes it to NBA, I'm, I might as well might as well just quit sports, man. But I think I think one thing we have to we have to like acknowledge the fact that LeVar Ball, his marketing tactics, and the fact that LaMelo Ball is probably selling more jerseys than, you know, All-Stars right now, which is, I think, a fact. I don't know the yeah. exact numbers, uh-huh. but the Ball family will sell more jerseys than anyone. Actually, I was about to get on that. Like, you can say all about LaVar, anything about LaVar, but one thing for sure, he has raised his kids the right way. And uh, their fundamentals are pretty right as well. Um, I'm pre- I wouldn't say right, but pretty solid as well. These guys um, have a good moral, and uh, he has raised children that are conquering in in the NBA. So hats hats off to me. Um, Lonzo, I mean, he was overhyped a little bit, and I, yeah. I knew for a fact. I mean, Lamelo would be so much better than him, but right now he's he's killing it. Uh, hopefully, it can get better. Um, so, is a, a particular athlete that uh, you've adored in in NBA? In the NBA. Oh man, I think Steph Curry changed the game when it comes to just his three-point shot and the fact that he can shoot it from range and open up that space in the middle. Uh-huh. It's kind of revolutionary. Uh, exactly. Just and like with the Golden State, um, 
if you if you watch like when back when they got the when they won the two championships in a row, if you watch that team, any every play uh, during that team, you know the person holding the ball would be still, and then it would be the movement from the other players. You know, mm-hmm. they played like a team. You know, it was kind of off the ball movement. You know, that would open Steph up for Steph up for open shots. Whereas uh-huh. like the Cavs, you had LeBron and, and Kyrie who were trying to take the team on one-on-one they were dribbling a lot they were trying to trying to make one-on-one plays whereas golden state you know it's like i off think the ball movement. Uh, like when you mentioned step revolutionized the game and he has yeah. i mean he's probably um like two or three top players who has done so in the last 50 years in the nba and what sums it up uh besides and obvious is you know when teams are on a fast fast break like uh yeah. when it's uh, 3v1 or something rather than going to the rim for two points These these teams aren't afraid to go for a three, even uh, on on a fast break where there's like easy two, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, you special. saw it my you saw it my Nuggets last night. What we did, we were not afraid to go for a three, even though we could have just tied the game with a two point. Did you watch <laughs> yeah, that? That's honest. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Damn, I saw that. It's yeah. great, man. Yeah, it's, it's kind of stupid in a way. Uh, I mean. Yeah, sticking sticking to that mental aspect. You got any superstitions, whether it be like playing or, or like even like you know video chatting right now, like doing uh, something. Um, so when I when I played, uh, so I mentioned I was in I was in the Olympic development program. Mm-hmm. So every summer there was a camp, and basically you're you're playing games with your state team. So I'd play with the Texas team, mm-hmm. and you have coaches watching you, and they're watching every single little thing you do, every touch of the ball, every Mm-hmm. Uh, you know every movement you make and then they make decisions based on that mm-hmm. um, so kind of with that I had a I had a lot of superstitions like because there was a lot of pressure I would have a lot of superstitions you know I would always time I put on my left shoe before my right shoe and you know every time mm-hmm. I entered the game I would do like Bhagwan you know I'd pray to Bhagwan and stuff but I, I realized that you know having superstitions and putting that much pressure on myself mm-hmm. made me more stiff You know, it didn't. I play better when I'm kind of loose and flowing, and having fun. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually figured out, you know, like a few people and like Avinash, you may you may actually like this, but like some people take shots before flow state where they're you know they're not overthinking things. Could, uh, could you repeat that, please? Because I think we lost the connection for a while for a minute, yes. fraction of a second. So some people some people take shots before the game. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Vardy takes um. A Red Bull uh, holds like yeah. can of Red Bull before the game. Dude, Mar- Marshawn Lynch takes a shot of Hennessy. He he told in the in paid in places a uh, couple of shots are, before the game. Are, are those skittles? No, couple of shots of Henny before yeah, the game. I'm not saying like I've tried it, but like I think it would be beneficial if you did, if you did CBD or took a or took a shot or something just to get because if you're playing ah. stiff and afraid of every single move, you're not I gonna. See. I mean, you it's better if you're free and playing freely, you know. Uh, we see what you're into now, Vises. Uh, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I was pretty much expecting some, you know, some sort of like, you know, like Michael Jordan has shorts under his, uh, uh, like UNC shorts before he played every game. Brady had the same pads for like 18 years throughout his career. And I mean, personally, I, I I'm a goalie, so I usually just touch my touch yeah. the post uh, bar with my left hand. Can you even reach it though? Yeah, you got to jump for it, Brazil. Uh, I I don't need to. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so one time it did work for me. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this every game now. So I do it like all the time, even though no matter what result is gonna be next. But uh, yeah, I mean, for CBD and all, that's yeah, that's different level. I think you might get caught and just might no, no, <laughs> might no, get well, suspended. I, I for it. I've never done it. I've, the, here's what I'm trying to say. When mm-hmm. I was playing competitively. I was superstitious and I was tense and that affected my performance. So looking oh. back, if I could change one thing. <laughs> From, See, I, 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 have, would... <laughs> I have I have I don't believe in that. It's, it's, it's totally okay. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm saying, I think for me, I think when I'm relaxed, I play better. So that, I'm, I'm ended at that. <laughs> okay. So that's something that makes you relax. Okay. We get that. Yeah. Um, what's your, uh, what's your favorite uh, jersey number and why 69? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Wait, for me, it's it's always been. I've always worn the number eight. Eight. Like ah, Iniesta. Been, Iniesta, and it's a good number, like Nepali number, you know. Oh, Avinash's Avinash's favorite number? I I don't think we. It's one, bro. I mean, I'm a goalie, so. 
Well, Goalie is one, but like. Right now it's 35 because, you know, Kevin Durant. But, I mean, I, I don't really have a good specific number that I want to pick out. But, I mean, for pros, it has to be 25, right? Just, you know, the proper bench number. Just, oh, so. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, 25. Uh, actually, it's 6 to 3. Um, that's a bit. It's, it's for offensive linemen, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Like, do do you do you play with your school team anymore, or has um, COVID affected the school COVID team? COVID has affected, but what I'm trying to do, so I, I've done the soccer and stuff, and I, I said, you know, earlier I was really into MMA and UFC. So uh-huh. this is actually a, a crazy story. So a few years ago, a, a dude connected with me on LinkedIn. His name's Austin Lingo. Mm-hmm. He connected with me on LinkedIn and was like, "Yo, you know, up and coming fighter." Uh, if you would love to see my fights here at the Dallas Bomb Factory, you know, here's the information and stuff. So I, I was, that's when I was starting to get into MMA and UFC. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, yeah, he, we, we kept in touch, you know, every time he was fighting locally, he would, he would message me on LinkedIn. And just this year, he got signed to the UFC and he fought in, he was the first fight in the 2021 under, in the, in the Max Holloway card. And uh, he won his first UFC fight. And I messaged him. I was like, yo, like, congrats on, on your win and stuff. And he trains here in Dallas. So I'm thinking about reaching out to him and trying to be one of his stand-up uh, sparring partners just because it would be cool and to get that experience of, of training with the UFC fighter. So, I mean, there we go. We can get him for the show, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> some yeah. UFC going on. I mean, I need some betting tips. So that, that might help. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm really into the UFC, just because, like, yeah, you know, we've got fighters here in Dallas that we can support. So um, let's take a quick break, shall we? Um, we got a really good segment with Avinas coming up next. So welcome back to the show, guys. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our show, uh, you can do it by following us on or subscribing to us on um, YouTube as well, The Legion of Sports. Our audio is available on various audio streaming uh, services, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Radio Public, wherever you get your audio from. Uh, that's that. Uh, get more listeners in, in, into our show. Uh, give your friends a try as well. See how it goes. Uh, we're yeah. trying to make a difference in the community as well, not just here in, in, in Nepal as well. Um, so. Yeah, and, and always keep in mind, listening is optional, but rate, review, subscribe, those are important. Definitely. No, I'm kidding. You got to listen to Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Avinas, I think uh, you've come up with a few interesting um, uh, segments today. And, and one of them is uh, Rapid Fire, right? Uh, I think we all are in, involved with Dallas Gurkhas. And I'm, I'm really excited to hear that. Uh, I'll, I'll let you take over the show. Yeah. yeah. Normally, I do with you know sports uh, teams, like you know this or that, or choose between these two. So, I mean, since we all are part of the Gurkhas family, I just want to get a quick rapid fire on. So I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions. And the first name that pops into your head, you got to spit it out. All right. Just an, another disclaimer. I've been a bit inactive <laughs> with the Gurkhas, so I apologize if I forget. Uh, but I, I'm going to be active soon, and I'll be back on the, the field. So let's let's get it on. All right. First one. Leader on and off field. Uh, the one who always dressed better than the rest. I would say Binodai as well. <laughs> he is. He is. That, that, that guy. Yep, he is. Yeah. He, he dresses nicely. Most hardworking. Uh, the funny guy. Also Umistai. <laughs> That's surprising. Okay. <laughs> the most talented. Most talented. I would say. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um. I would say Sammy. Sammy's pretty talented. Hmm. Quite a quite a compliment. Yeah. Always complain about something. Uh, <laughs> um, I, f- I forgot his. I forgot his name. <laughs> um, Anup. Anup. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Anup know. <laughs> yeah, no, I still think, yeah. I, I, I was hoping you'd say Sudhu, but um, don't miss with don't don't miss with me, guy. Uh, 
you know you got you got that dude don't mess uh, with me oh, i forgot i mean what's his name big dude it's uh, been so long since i've been in practice Provis, yeah Provis. i love him though i love him <laughs> big eater Provis. <laughs> alcoholic um, keep in mind i'm in colorado so you can you can just name me you know what I'm saying? you know i'll, I'll name you Avinash. <laughs> Uh, you just one for the safe option. I mean, uh, besides Albinas, okay, how about that? Besides, yeah. um, honestly, I, I would say, and I would say, even me. if you haven't seen anyone drink alcohol, just say, like, from, from uh, the get go, like, from the outset, who looks like someone that really drinks a lot? Really, really. Gap in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you're probably yeah. close. <laughs> All right, the last one. One player that you would put money to watch him play money to watch him play um i would say umishtai because i think with like umishtai mm -hmm. how old is he he's gotta be like probably in his 70s he, i mean he might as well just play uh, the 35 level in the next dallas workers uh, tuna the dosa cup i mean that's how old Dose he is cup? Because at that age, you know, he's he, he's so he's just so quick. Okay, this is I'll, I'll say this real quick, but um, I, I was on YouTube and I watched one of like the Dallas Workers early games at like A and A or something, mm -hmm. and like it was so slow. Like Umish Dai was like I remember Umish Dai scored, but he he wasn't like the Umish Dai he is now. You know, and everybody just looked slow. The game looked like you know, freaking like middle school soccer it was just so slow and then now compared to now like seeing how much everyone has improved it mm -hmm. has been amazing and it's just like you know that's good the, the club is going in the right direction you know it's organized everyone's improving you know the game's improving and and our results are improving as well so it's, it's great to see how how like how far dallas workers has come along so uh despite all that improvement if there's a thing or two that um, you'd consider that would that should be improved, what would what would those be? Yeah, so I mean, I I haven't really been like I said, I haven't been active, so I, I don't think I have the right to really you know talk and say like the team needs to do this or this. But um, like one thing I really liked was having having coach Umesh Padan. Mm -hmm. and stuff and like the times i like he, he coached early at the beginning when i joined but then he kind of i think he had some other stuff going on he was busy so he he, he didn't coach and stuff so I, i'd really like to have him back just because you know he's he's kind of a part of the family and stuff and when he mm -hmm. if he's not there and stuff it just it yeah. sucks like not having someone you know, you're right you're right I, I feel that no he's causing like his yeah. coaching or, or, or the lack of it the absence of it Okay, so moving on, uh, guys. Um, I think we're heading. Wait, towards... uh, did you notice I did not put the most useless guy in the team because you know he was gonna <laughs> name you. So you, you're welcome, man. I mean... It's probably me at this point. I haven't done any. I haven't kind of practice. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't scored in like a year. When I come back, though, it's gonna be only hat tricks. Only hat tricks. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, your stakes are high now. Uh, you put a lot of pressure on you now yourself. <laughs> With the CBD stuff, yeah. I mean, I'll yeah, now, now that I got that, <laughs> yeah, the enhancers. Anyways, um, so we're nearing towards the end of the show. Uh, this is fantastic. Uh, so so far, you know, like I've been fascinated by all your insights and inputs. Um, let's uh, you know, talk about something that has been uh, really popular in the media. Uh, it's about NBA. Um, and then we'll end up with your soccer for Nepal. But you know, uh, there's been talk about um. Kobe being on the logo of NBA. Um, yeah. What's your what's your thoughts on it? Oof. Well, I, I I haven't looked too much into it, but I have kind of seen uh, seen it uh -huh. and stuff. So right now the current NBA logo I, I believe is Jerry Jerry West, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I don't should think he, should he be in the lo logo or not? Or I don't think Kobe I don't think Kobe should be on the logo. Okay. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Do I, do you want do you want to hear why or is it a yeah yeah just just a just a quick word on why yeah I just think that Kobe did so much for the game that mm -hmm. like yes it's it's a big thing uh, you know being put on the logo and and stuff but like I think his legacy will always like live on and stuff and I feel like if you asked Kobe 
would you want to be on the NBA logo? I don't think he would say yes. I think he'd be like, you know, Jerry West, you know, famous Laker. We'll, we'll keep him on there because like, I think he's already cemented his legacy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't think it's necessary because of everything else he's done. Correct. The, uh, the best way to, you know, if they're going to, if they want to pay a tribute to Kobe Bryant, just name an award after him. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, I, I stand uh, with you guys here on, on, on that front, um, I feel like that silhouette or the NBA logo. I didn't it's even like know if, if it was Jerry West for like for the longest, yeah. right? So I mean, like lo- huge percentage of the NBA fan fan base. I don't think they realize it is Jerry West, so you can't see the actual color and and all yeah. that. So I don't think it really needs changing. Uh, changing. So like Abina said, just name just just name the Larry O'Brien trophy to Kobe Bryant trophy how, how oh no that? no no that's that, that no not the Larry O'Brien bro uh, just maybe MVP of the all-star like they did oh, last year that's yeah. it or, or maybe just the overall MVP I think oh, just, no, no. I think because after Kobe retired he was done you know he just wanted to spend time with his daughters his family uh-huh. he's he did everything he wanted to do and like the fact is you know anytime someone throws a paper into a basket the thing they yell is kobe you know <clears throat> when they're and, when they're playing and, and basketball that's, and that's before his death so yeah, it's not before like they changed it after this okay yeah. that's so kobe will always be kobe you know so mm-hmm. so um let's move into some uh, more personal details uh, your your hobbies besides um, the things that we've discussed so far anything yeah. uh, that that you have not mentioned so far uh <clears throat> Sorry, my throat. Uh, I love music. I can play, you know, guitar. I can play drum set. I can play model. Uh, you know, growing up in a music family, my dad loves uh, playing guitar. He, he loves singing Nepali songs and stuff. So music has always been like a part of me growing up. There you go. I mean, the next ceremony for Dallas Gorkas tournament is done. I mean, we gotta hire this guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get invited to a Super Bowl uh, halftime show. You know, the first oh, one. Man. Yeah, Nepal. I mean, he's gonna be, he's, he's gonna do better than the weekend. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> or Lady Gaga. I mean, dude, I don't even give me start on Lady. Gaga. Or Maroon Five. That was probably the oh, worst that, one. That I've was seen. horrendous. <laughs> yeah, that, that was horrendous. Yeah. Even even a drunken uh, drunk Avinas would have done a better job, to be honest. Thank you. Let's see it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, besides uh, one special moment in your life where uh, you think you should have done differently, or a decision that you regret, anything that stands out. So uh, I, I mentioned earlier, like how I was playing stiff. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if I, because I, I was so worried, like, oh, if I make a mistake, will the coach take me out of the game? Or, oh, like, what if I don't do well here? Or what if, you know, I mess up here? And that kind of, that kind of messed with me a lot. So I wish I would have just enjoyed it more, you know, had more fun, relax, you know, just because like, if you stress yourself out about playing the game, you're not going to enjoy the game. And if you're, if you're not enjoying the game, you're not going to play at right. your peak let so. me narrow the question down a little bit yeah one incident that you regret i mean we all got one, one. i mean well yeah i mean the one incident that gets you nightmare you know just you keep repeating yourself oh man maybe i should have done differently i mean as a goalkeeper i still remember the penalty uh shootout uh, last year uh, i mean two years ago yeah. when we lost to uh baltimore so you know maybe i would have just gone left uh, yeah. you know some some one incident that you uh-huh. regret one incident um it's, it's hard to think of, of of just like a single one um i mean i, I feel like Vicious doesn't have any like it's, it's all been faultless and i think the cbd has it's like joe rogan with dmt it's me with <laughs> cbd <laughs> yep. so um uh so towards the end now uh let's switch Focus back into soccer for Nepal. Um, yeah. What advice would you would you give to people trying to uh, start a similar campaign? Uh, would be find something you're passionate about. Me, I'm obviously very passionate about my culture and my heritage, and like you know, also soccer. I've been playing a lot, and I love the game. So I combined those two things together and created soccer for Nepal. So, I mean, whatever you're passionate about, you know, find a way to incorporate it into an organization or a business or or something that you know you can actively do. Also, have we got a question there? 
no, I was just going to ask uh, um, about the, uh, you know, this the soccer Nepal thing that the soccer with Nepal and USA compared. How do you feel about it? Yeah, so I think in the USA you have more resources, but less passion. Uh, in Nepal, it's like the opposite. There's so much passion, but they just don't have the resources, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, I think there, there, there are ways you can increase. Like, I, I, there's not much I can do for U.S. soccer, I feel. But in like in terms of Nepali soccer, I feel I can I can help, you know, provide those resources. So that's why I'm doing soccer for Nepal. So I think that's like the biggest difference. So, uh, in uh, tell us in a couple sentences what is what is your future and then plans for uh, soccer for Nepal. Yeah. So my my life goal when it comes to soccer for Nepal is: Are you guys familiar with Soccer Aid in uh, in in England? Or, yeah. Or yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to in in the stadium Dashra Stadium. I want to do the same thing, but with Nepali celebrities, with Nepali social media influencers, TikTok stars, you know, people from The Voice Nepal actors even former players you know and, and i want to people you know, and people here at the listen up scores yeah yeah maybe Can I be maybe, the goal? maybe we'll do it <laughs> but i want to bring everyone uh at the stadium for a charity game you know uh-huh. i want the stands to be filled maybe at halftime we could have you know our boy arthur gunn perform a song or something uh-huh. and it's basically making a, an event around soccer and we have all those proceeds donated to various uh, foundations around Nepal. So I think that's like my ultimate goal and hopefully we can get it working. Yeah, hope you don't forget us as well, you know. We could... Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all get y'all I get mean, involved. we are excellent water boy. I mean, if not goalie, I mean, I'll, I'll take yeah. it, bro. I mean, I I can deliver water to every player on the on the team, you know. Just yeah. wipe their faces and off like, with a towel. I, I can do it. It's like a it's like a big goal, but I think I can actually make it happen. The, because I have connections, like the like the person from the host of Nepal Idol, we had dinner with her in Dallas like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and stuff. Connection stuff. So I feel like if I have enough money and if I can get people excited about it, then mm-hmm. you can make it happen. So. So, business and the the most important question of all, uh, how can our listeners connect with you online or or your community, uh, Soccer from Nepal? Yeah, so you can check out our website at www.soccerfornepal.org. Uh, if you want, you could also find me on Instagram and uh, DM me separately if you want to find more about the organization or donate. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Avinas. No, there you go. I mean, be careful when you're about to DM him because, he, you know, he already got Obama on the list. So you might yeah. be well down under the picking order. but. <laughs> Yeah, for does does ten per day as well, you know. So, oh, yeah. yeah, he does he does ten per day, so be careful. <laughs> so um, I don't know uh, if I want to put Abnas on the sport um, tr- to convert business in English. Or what's the translate to? Tra- yeah, translation. Oh, there you go. Go ahead, business. What does it mean? No, I'm, I'm, asking I'm, you? I'm asking Abnas. Like, me? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? No, I don't. Uh, is it huge, big? No, I've I've already given. Whoa. You know, <laughs> I, I, I gave like a couple of hints early. Uh, I thought you it meant uh, like great or special. Oh, there you go. I mean, I'm close. Yeah. Dude, I got 48 in SLC in Nepali, so keep me out of it, man. Uh, have you, oh, by the way, have you taken any Nepali courses? No. Uh huh. Yeah, before we end this, so, um, anything else we, we overlooked? No, I mean, I mean, dude, first of all, I mean, I, I just enjoyed that we finally have a new voice to talk in the podcast, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, we can call this as a friend of the podcast. So every time we, anytime we need to, you know, pick up his brain or, you know, uh, something exciting going on we can always go up to him look, and ask him you know just to talk about nba or maybe ufc or if we need any substance to 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 be more relaxed oh man i said <laughs> i mean there you go i mean how much bro can you do uh, how much what, what's the rate uh five for three pills i mean, one, I mean no 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 <laughs> no but dude seriously we haven't had a ufc podcast um episode I, I mean, if, ever if we have, if, 
the next time you guys have a UFC podcast, I would love an invitation. I've been hooked on UFC. I watched the Ultimate Fighter reality how, show. Yeah, we'll, been, we'll invite you. And then how about you invite the, the guy we, you were talking about? How about that? Austin Lingo? I, I could. I, my, he, he honestly, you know. Yeah. Why not? That would be extra special. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, well, if you bring if you bring that guy, you're in. If not, then uh, forget about it. No, I'm kidding, uh, bro. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been awesome, man. I mean, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, no, it's fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Bises. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. It, it was a privilege having a guy like Bises on the show. We wish him luck. Um, uh, sky is the rocket. I mean, sky is the limit for him. The so, ceiling uh, is the roof. Come on. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you have any questions, concerns, please DM us. Um, I mean, follow us, our page as well our, and Bises's page as well, Soccer from Nepal. Um, if you have qu- you know questions, comments, concerns, do let us know. We're always open for that. Um, till next time, we'd like to say goodbye.